It had always been a dream of mine to work at a Spirit Halloween store. So when they opened a location in our town's old shopping mall, I jumped at the chance. Little did I know, I was stepping into something far more sinister than I could have imagined. For my first day there, the store's popularity was evident. Kids and teenagers flocked in droves before it was even open, excited to get their hands on the season's hottest costumes. Eventually, when we finally opened our doors after setup, there was one collection that seemed to catch everyone's eye. The Galactic Invaders series. These costumes were hyper-realistic, mimicking extraterrestrial beings with lifelike scales, iridescent eyes, and otherworldly designs. Not long into my tenure, I began to notice odd occurrences revolving around these costumes, though. Customers wearing the Galactic Invaders outfits seemed to be different after they tried it on. For example, I saw a kid with horribly slouched posture put one on and immediately stand up straight. His mannerisms became jerky and emotionless too, and his friends started asking him what was wrong as they walked around the store. Then there was another couple of siblings who tried the costumes on one day and immediately started loudly humming this weird synchronized melody. It was very odd, but I guess I didn't really put together what was causing all the strangeness at first. At least not until the night where the weirdest thing happened. One evening, a group of teenagers put on the alien costumes and congregated in a corner of the store. I checked on them after about 20 minutes, and they were just standing there seemingly communicating without speaking their eyes almost glowing with an unsettling shade of green. This wasn't any LED trick either. It was something organic. I don't know, it's hard to explain. Then the power in the store suddenly shut off. And when it came back on again, the teens had vanished. I definitely didn't see them leave, but they were nowhere in the store anymore, and their costumes were gone too. So I reported the merchandise as stolen, and went about the rest of my shift. After that though, I decided to investigate further. Once the store closed, I sifted through the Galactic Invaders collection, and stumbled upon an instruction leaflet hidden inside one of the costume shipping boxes. It was probably the strangest set of instructions I had ever seen come with one of the store's costumes. It was essentially a diagram showing a parent how to properly secure their child into the costume. The only thing was, it instructed them to use things like safety pins and heavy-duty tape to secure the zippers and the suit together. It almost made it seem as if the manufacturer wanted these kids to get stuck in these costumes. Pretty freaked out, I shared my discovery with Lucy, one of my coworkers. She was skeptical until I showed her security footage of the teens from earlier that day. As they put on the costumes, their demeanor changed instantly and they got into that circular formation they were in. It was as if they were being controlled by some unseen force. We decided to bring this to the store manager, Mr. Sampson. And to our shock, his response was calm and collected. Don't worry about it. Looks like the store just had some kind of power surge. 
But did you see how they were in that circle? Just staring at each other for like a half hour? What if there's, I don't know, some kind of neurotoxin on these things? I asked. Yeah, and what is up with these instructions? Lucy asked curiously as she handed him the instructions I had gotten from the costume box. Listen, we get a lot of products from overseas, and the instructions don't exactly make the most sense. A lot of the times. And as far as them staring at each other goes, I don't know. I mean, teenagers are pretty weird, I guess. Lucy and I looked at each other, understanding that he was implying we were weird, too. All I know is those Galactic Invader costumes are selling like hotcakes, so make sure there are plenty of those out. Oh, and don't worry about the new shipment of them in the back. Just bring the boxes into my office. I'll take care of them myself. <clears throat> he said as he cleared his throat in a weird way and turned to head back to his office. Defeated, Lucy and I walked away, knowing we had to do something. We spent that entire night researching the manufacturers of the Galactic Invaders collection. What we discovered was weirder than we had originally thought. The company wasn't listed anywhere online. There were no reviews, wasn't a website, not even a physical address. It was as if the company didn't exist. That was when I had the somewhat ill-advised idea to sneak back into the store at night while Mr. Sampson wasn't around, to find out more about the new shipment of costumes. About an hour later, we pulled up to the completely empty mall parking lot and walked toward the Spirit, located on the outside of the main building, using the keys Lucy had as an assistant manager. We quickly turned off the alarm and made our way to the manager's office. Luckily, the door was unlocked, and stacked up against the wall were boxes labeled GI Series 2.0, urgent delivery. We cautiously opened one, making sure that we could stick the tape back on and close it again. Inside were newer, even more advanced looking Galactic Invader costumes. Look at this, Lucy whispered, pointing to a small transmitter embedded in the neck of one of the jumpsuits. I think this is how they're doing it. Lucy, being a lifelong tinkerer, decided to take one of the costumes home with her and just seal the box back up. That coming weekend would be Halloween. So we were hard at work at Lucy's house all week, trying to figure out what the device was that was embedded in the costume. We had both decided that Spirit Halloween was no longer our priority, so we just stopped going in. And it was especially creepy that our manager called and asked if one of the costumes was missing. He never suspected anything when orders were one costume short before. Eventually, Lucy had narrowed it down to some kind of quirky device, rigged to receive a narrowband signal from somewhere and then converted into a series of high-frequency sounds. Then we noticed that these devices were embedded into the entire jumpsuit and mask, so small it was almost impossible to even see them. We immediately got to work rigging a device that could jam the signal. It took a long time, but eventually, Lucy was able to figure something out, and I volunteered to test it on myself. I tried on the costume, and almost immediately, I began seeing these symbols, and understanding things in a way unimaginable to me now. The feeling was interesting, but almost as soon as it started, I began to feel pain. Intense pain associated with making movements that I did not want to make. Then I suddenly woke up. 
Lucy had activated her device, which looked like a big jimmy-rigged remote control. I quickly pulled off the costume. What happened? I felt weird, I murmured. After the initial shock wore off, though, we were elated, realizing we had a potential solution. When Halloween morning rolled around, just as we suspected, thousands of kids already began acting strange while trying their costumes on. As the evening progressed, chaos erupted throughout the city. Teens wearing costumes were committing unspeakable acts, and the phenomenon seemed to be spreading. The creepiest thing, though, was the big news networks wouldn't report on the occurrences. It was almost like they were somehow influenced by the signal as well. We decided we needed to try to spread the word through social media, warning people about the costumes and offering instructions to put together the device we built. News of our breakthrough went viral. Soon parents across the state were reaching out, asking for our help. That was when we knew we'd made an impact. However, the real challenge came that night. We received a tip from one of the teens who had been under the influence of the mysterious beings. He said that there would be a mass gathering of teens at our local football field. As we arrived, the sight was unnerving. Hundreds of teens in Galactic Invader costumes stood in formation, their green eyes glowing. Lucy and I had an idea. Using the stadium speaker system, we could amplify the frequency of the disruptor. Once we got into the tech booth, we activated the device. A high-pitched tone filled the air. Slowly, one by one, the teenagers began to awaken from their trance. Suddenly, the sky was filled with blinding light, and the colossal spaceship became visible. It stood there motionless in the sky for just a moment, and then, as quickly as it appeared, the ship vanished into the night. One of the group members who awoke turned to us and yelled, It was just a test. They will return. Then passed out on the field. In the aftermath, the Galactic Invader costumes were pulled from the market. Investigations began, but no connection to Spirit Halloween could be traced, obviously. It's still a mystery how those costumes even got distributed. Lucy and I became somewhat of local heroes, our efforts lauded by grateful parents and the community. But we couldn't shake off the aliens' warning. We decided to form a group dedicated to keeping an eye on the skies and being prepared for any future threats. Halloween would never be the same for us again, but at least I can take this as a reminder that the universe is vast, full of mysteries, and that we must always be vigilant.